Father God, thank you for today. Thank you for this time. Thank you for blessing me more than I deserve. Thank you for your son, Jesus. Father God, I just pray your wisdom and guidance on my mouth and my words that I speak. Help my words to flow and ooze love and hope and life and light and salvation into a very dark world. Father God, I just pray that you would guide and direct those of whom who need to hear your word and your message today to this episode. I pray that if they are unsaved, that you would use me to bring them to your salvation. And if they are saved, that you would use me to lift their spirits and encourage them. Thank you, Father God, for guiding me and directing me in your ways and in your statutes. Thank you once again for blessing me more than I deserve for this time and for your son, Jesus. In your name I pray, amen. Today's episode is dedicated to all the men and women who are currently serving on the field of mission work to spread the light of Jesus Christ and to those men and women who are about to head out into the field to spread the word of Jesus Christ. As we get started today, I want to begin by reading a passage of scripture. It is found in Matthew 19, verses 16 through 24. And behold, a man came up to him saying, Teacher, what good deed must I do to have eternal life? And he said to him, Why do you ask me about what is good? There is only one who is good. If you would enter life, keep the commandments. He said to him, Which ones? And Jesus said, You shall not murder. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not bear false witness. Honor your father and mother, and you shall love your neighbor as yourself. The young man said to him, All these I have kept. What do I still lack? Jesus said to him, If you would be perfect, go, sell what you possess, and give to the poor, and you will have treasures in heaven. And come, follow me. When the young man heard this, he went away, sorrowful, for he had great possessions. And Jesus said to his disciples, Truly, I say to you, only with difficulty will a rich person enter the kingdom of heaven. Again, I tell you, it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich person to enter the kingdom of God. Matthew 19, 
16 through 24. As I read through that passage of scripture, some thoughts come to mind. Missionaries on the field for Jesus have given everything they own away. They've sold it. They've given away to family and friends. They've donated it. The man that Jesus was speaking to and with in Matthew 19 did not do that. He prioritized earthly treasures over heavenly treasures. The Bible says to lay up for ourselves treasures in heaven where moth and rust does not corrupt and thieves do not break in and steal. Down here on earth, that is the exact opposite of what happens. We buy new things, but they deteriorate. Clothes get holes. Toys break. Cars break. Things get stolen. But the people who have sacrificed their human desires have given everything up to serve Jesus. They have followed this commandment. They have sold. They have donated. They have given. The Bible also says that Whoever finds his life shall lose it. But whoever loses their life for his sake shall find it. I was thinking on that the other day and just earlier. And it totally made sense to me. People who put themselves first... They lose everything. They put their worldly desires above Christ. To the point where sometimes those things are worshipped. However. The people who put Christ first. They sacrifice their current life wherever that may be and what they have to follow Jesus. They leave their family units behind. And when I say family units, I'm talking about the family units that they grew up in. They leave those family units behind to follow Jesus. Again, this man in Matthew 19 did not do that. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. That's 
our family verse. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Last night, I had the honor and the privilege to witness a sending celebration in which new missionaries were commissioned to go out and spread the gospel of Jesus Christ. They are laying everything down that they know to follow the command of the Great Commission. Go ye therefore into the world, preaching the gospel of Christ unto all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. I'm proud of them. I'm scared for them. But at the same time, I am encouraged because those people who are currently unsaved will have a chance, have an opportunity to hear the good news, to hear what Jesus came to earth to do for us. What is our mission field? Where is our mission field? Are our assignments and gifts all the same? In answer to all of those questions, the answer is no. The answer is no. I have the gift of photography. I love photography. I can look at something and just snap a picture of it in my mind. Sometimes I wish I even have my camera. But I don't. I don't carry it like I do my purse. And that's okay. Because not every second needs to be captured. It's the memory that counts. Other people may have the gift of drawing. Now you ask me to draw? <laughs> All you're going to get from me are stick figures. I do not know how to draw like a professional artist. Trust me. Some people may have the gift of ministering on the street. Whereas my gift and my calling may be just to let my actions speak louder than words. Not all people have the same gifts or talents or calling. That's what makes us so different, so unique. If we all had the same calling, all the same talents, all the same gifts, I tell my children this world would be a very bland 
place. But because we are made uniquely, because we are made in the image of the Lord, our uniqueness adds color to the world. The Bible says to be the salt of the earth. Just as salt adds flavor to food, our gifts, our talents, our callings, our assignments add flavor and uniqueness to this world. We are those hands and feet of Christ. Just like the sower was. I may be the snower. You may be the waterer. Someone else may be the reaper. All our jobs are unique and different. We can't do every single job on our own. That would like be running a business by ourselves. We'd be doing the job of ownership, secretarial work, human resources. You get the picture. Whereas if we were to instead bring on helpers, our job is easier. One person could focus on that secretarial work that needs to be done. The other person could focus on doing human resources. While we could focus on the job of being owner and CEO and CFO, so forth and so on. It's called teamwork. That's why God gives us so many different gifts and talents and callings and assignments. So we can go into all the world preaching the gospel to every nation, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and the Holy Spirit. We are uniquely and wonderfully made. And we should praise the one who made us. When I was in high school, we had chapel once a week. This one week, we had a guest speaker. And he said, where is our mission field? Now, I was raised in a Christian family. Not everyone has that privilege or has been blessed like I was blessed. But my parents brought me up in the admonition of the Lord. 
And part of that love and admonition for him was to teach me that our mission field is wherever the Lord sends us. And that's exactly what I told the guest speaker. In response to that, he agreed. He said, exactly. Our mission field is wherever the Lord sends us. Some people are called to serve the Lord overseas. But just because one person is called to serve overseas does not necessarily mean that everyone or myself is called to serve overseas. My mission field may be my home or my community or school or my job. Just because someone is called specifically to some place does not necessarily mean that I or you are called to that same place. However, we are called to serve the Lord and spread the good news of his salvation. That's where the teamwork comes in. We go where God sends. So today, I want to just leave you with a note to chew on. Where is your mission field? What have you been called to? My mission field, I can say, is the scripted heart. I'm not saying that's my only mission field. I'm just saying that's one of them. I serve where God sends. God is the pilot of my life. Not the co-pilot. Now, do I sometimes try to take that wheel? Sure I do. But I have learned to let go and let God. Father God, thank you for this time. Thank you for these words. Thank you for helping me clearly speak your words and your wisdom. Lord, I lift up these missionaries that were commissioned last night. Wow, Father God, just wow. 
I lift them up to you. Guide them, protect them, encourage them. Use them for your honor and your glory. Keep them safe. Put a hedge of protection around them. But also, Father God, help them to remain focused on you, on your ways, on your statutes. Bring them closer to you and together as a family. Guide their footsteps, Father God. Guide my footsteps. And Lord, I pray for those of whom are listening right now, if they are wondering where their mission field is, lead them to what you want them to do, just like you did with the missionaries that were commissioned last night. Father God, I just pray that you would bring others to know you and use me and others to do that. I know I've said it, Father God, but thank you once again for this time. Thank you for allowing me to speak hope, speak love, speak life and light and salvation into others. Bring them to your eternal life. Thank you for all that you do for me and my family. In your name I pray. Amen. Keep your eyes on Jesus. And remember to speak hope, speak love, speak life, speak light into others. Amen and amen. Until next time, I'm praying for you.